guys, welcome back to Bless Up the Podcast. We're back for another episode today. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about God-given gifts. This is a great episode in store for you. So my name is Sarah. I'm Maria. And I'm Justin. Great, so we'll get started. Uh, so first of all, we're going to talk about what actually is our God-given gifts. Uh, so I'm going to pass it over to Justin, who's going to tell us about that. So I have a small definition about what a gift is. Uh, we said a gift is a special, unique ability given by God to every believer for the purpose of edifying the body of Christ and to glorify God. So that's kind of our yeah. definition for it. Yeah, I think edifying the body of Christ is sort of the key thing that stands out to me. Mm. It's not for you. or I suppose the gift is given to you, but it's to help other yes, people, yeah. mm. right? So you shouldn't kind of hoard onto it and hold onto it for yourself, but you should allow God to work through you using your gifts so that you can mm-hmm. edify other people in the church and then ha- help others who also aren't believers to um mm. show the love of Christ to them through mm. you. Yeah, so like imagine a pastor or like somebody who has like a strong gift for speaking and preaching to others. What use is that gift when he doesn't have some sort of like congregation to spread true. the gospel or the good news? So yeah, yeah. he's speaking so in front of a mirror instead, yeah. <laughs> pumping himself up. Imagine. <laughs> And I suppose as well, everyone's gift, everyone has a unique gift. So it's like one person can't be juggling everything because then mm. you're not fully like, <coughs> you're not using your full potential in that area. Um, so I think if actually um, Pastor Brendan was saying before that in some churches, a lot of, I think there, it's really high statistic for in, chur- in America for churches for the pastor to be burnt out because a lot mm. of the responsibility falls onto them because not everyone is actively contributing in their area or using their gifts. So they'll have to fall into other areas, which kind of holds back the church from fully kind of going forward, working in full effect, kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a shame. But I suppose it highlights the importance of all contributing our gifts together uh, and working it to edify one another, encourage one another and also have a more effective and powerful church and ministry. Um, I think that's something that even we have not Mm. struggled with but have been very mindful of so in terms of i suppose kind of leading the youth and young adults in our own church it's trying to ensure that it's not the same people signing up to do everything whether it's this podcast or songwriting or being part of the choir or you know planning our um fortnightly unity young Mm. adult meetings but trying to ensure that we look at okay who are all of the youth and young adults in our church and who is mm. it who has isn't having the opportunity yet to really um work in their talents or working yeah. their gifts in church and kind of approaching them and getting a sense of what what are their interests or what do they think their talents are yeah. and what areas if it's social media or something else that they would like to get involved in so it's not the same people yeah. doing everything but that we can ensure that everyone has the opportunity to work in their own gifts and talents so true yeah, and it's good practice like to start now, as he said, especially with mm-hmm. the young people, because the people who aren't like doing it now, they're not going to be like there forever. Yet, yeah, so mm. it's yeah, good practice to get them going, mm. and in the future, hopefully, using set gifts or talents to affect those around them and uh, help out like their communities, their fam- yeah. f- friends and family. Very so, yeah, yeah, because even I suppose if you, that's what we've been cautious about with the youth in particular, is if you end up pushing someone into an area so say like at the moment we're getting our media team together but if I'm there anytime I try to ask someone oh would you be interested in media I'm kind of like now if this is an area you're kind of like you feel called to don't like go for it because you don't want to just serve in an area because they need someone 
you want to actually serve because your heart wants you and also it's an area God wants you to use and so you might have a strength in that area you might have mm-hmm. a desire to maybe if it's working sorry serving the worship team uh, you might play an instrument you have a gift of music um, but don't just do it because they're stuck for people that can sometimes happen so we're yeah. very wary of that because if you can imagine like say somebody uh, ends up being an usher but they might actually be an extremely gifted uh, either preacher or uh, I don't know worship leader and because they were called to be uh, say they're stuck for an usher um, they're being pulled away from the ministry they actually need to be in um, mm. which that could like say if somebody needs to be healed or there needs to be like um, basically them being not being in that role of a worship leader might make the worship less effective because they're not serving in that area yeah. I'm saying that very like <laughs> a roundabout way <laughs> but it makes sense in my head yeah but basically they're not using their gift because they're being pulled into the wrong area so being careful of that yeah. um, and I suppose yeah anyone who's just be conscious if you're serving in a church is that the area God's calling you to yeah. or are you just filling the gap because they're stuck so um, I suppose then the question is how would someone navigate that scenario in terms of knowing mm. if, if someone is currently serving how would yeah. they know oh yeah I'm serving in the right area because this mm. is where God has called me or I'm serving this area just because they needed a space to fill but I, I don't know that whether or not yeah. it is the right area for me yeah. true um, I suppose you're kind of you'll be able to gauge by your strengths kind of like what have I always kind of been naturally drawn towards or led for me it was always music um, so naturally I joined the worship team um, and you kind of get confirmation and peace with that mm-hmm. whereas if you're kind of confused and you feel like I don't feel as effective here or I feel like I could be you might not find your yeah as co- effective or also as I was excited about serving in that ministry maybe mm-hmm. um, it might just become a task that you're just there to fill the gap yeah. um, but if you're truly called to that area you'll kind of put your heart into it it'll be a joy to serve um, and yeah you'll kind of have confirmation that that's your area um, so say if you're a worship leader there'd be like a powerful anointing on the service and the worship um, whereas if you're not a worship leader it might cause division even in the team we've had that in the past where mm-hmm. we might have people who they might be in the wrong area and it can end up being better I sorry it can end up being a worse situation because it can cause division and mm. confusion and all this because um, I suppose the enemy will try to confuse people on what their calling is he'll try to pull them away to another direction uh, to cause confusion yeah so and again, even discouragement that. as well yeah because you're like oh this isn't really working out so you know what's the point yeah. maybe I'm not yeah. supposed to serve so true yeah but yeah. I also feel like it's important for like say you look at other people who mm. might be like flourishing with what whatever gives whether it's like preaching or music it's important not to feel not to like covet them so much mm. that you might be diminishing like whatever God, whatever plan God has for you mm. so it's important for you to like f- know and understand that whatever your plan is whatever God's plan for you in his kingdom so true. don't be looking around to see oh I wish I could like sing like him or her yeah. I wish I could like speak like him or her because whatever like plan God f- has for you it's more important for you to like to be focused mm. on that rather than looking around to see yeah um, wishing like you were like that person so true we can really fall into that comparison yeah. culture like yeah even that reminds me like of a verse in first Corinthians saying um if the foot says I'm not part of the body because I'm not a hand that does not make it any less part of the body mm. so everybody has a Participate in the body of Christ, whether mm. big or small, 
Twitter, like everybody's equally important, no mm, matter how you may view it. Yeah, so and yeah. you really don't know how far your reach of what you've done may actually be. Yeah, because exactly. like you to you it may seem so insignificant, but you don't know if you've now planted a seed in someone mm. who currently isn't a Christian but becomes a Christian and is now going to plant a church that reaches. Yeah. So a million people or whatever yeah. it is but because you shared god's word with them on that day or because you practiced in your gift or in your mm. calling so don't undermine or underestimate anything that god has given you because we're told that every good and perfect thing comes from the lord so instead mm. steward it cultivate it and feed it so mm. that it can grow so yeah. that you can be more like christ and then you can also i suppose use your talents and gifts for God's kingdom to edify other people, to encourage mm. other people, to strengthen the body of Christ. So I suppose just consider it as more of a, it's a gift for you to give, not a gift yeah. for you to keep. Yeah. You know? So true. Because I suppose it's like, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier um, about avoiding, try not to bury your gift. And yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about the talents. Um, so I suppose, yeah, making sure, and anything like when I was growing up, I was always like, I knew like, music was like the area I wanted to go into mm. so I was like but how well, as I got older and kind of I was kind of seeking God more and myself less because I got deeper in my faith I kind of like realized okay I know God's calling me to this area I'm, this is like my, my strong point but what can I for what I want to go into how can I bring God into that that was like my first consideration mm. like how can I be like bear fruit from it basically um so uh say for me I always wanted to go into uh film scoring so, which is a bit different, but it's a bit out there. But um, I was kind of like, okay, that's great and all, but how can I actually minister to that or how can it be effective? Because the film industry is very corrupt. It can be dark, Hollywood's yeah. dark. So I was like, I'd, I'd love to like use God through that. And then I was like praying about it, seeing what I could do. And I was like, do you know, I could go into the industry and change people's hearts. You know, there's so much corruption. There's films being made about all sorts now that are just corrupting people's characters and their mm. morals so i'm like you know even if it's like i come across a cameraman or something or a director and i can even evangelize to them or like yeah. bring the word of god if it's some tiny seed even um something like that i'm like that makes it all the more worthwhile so where you can actually just bring god change the industry and actually that can have a greater impact next fall yeah maybe <coughs> someone who was making completely like immoral movies might make movies that can actually minister to people and because there was a guy actually was watching a documentary um, it kind of ties in what you said about the seed and he was a stuntman on a on like films for years and he got injured so he started going to a physio she was like a specialist physio and he was completely taken aback because at the physio uh, she said to him uh, would you like me to pray for you and he was like sorry <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was like I never really considered the whole like prayer thing before but he's like I'll let her pray for me um, and that sowed a seed for him because he was like I was never like into like believing in God or anything but then from him working in films he was like okay I've definitely seen an evil from the industry he's seen like all the kind of spiritual side of it of how dark it can be yeah. so he was like there must be a good if there's an evil so that got him thinking and then he started seeking God and eventually became saved so I was like that simple thing of her saying can I pray for you it's not even that she got him saved there and then mm. it was a seed like she could have been like oh it's no use I prayed for me didn't really think it was but she didn't know the after effect of that so he went on then to become a filmmaker and make Christian movies and uh, tried to cool. change the industry for the better and I was like that's amazing and I started back with 
can I pray for you at a physio? Yeah. Like, wow. And like, it's a simple thing. And maybe that her gift was healing because she's working with people. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I just think that's amazing. Yeah. So, great. yeah. Um, There's a sort of mindset there then as well that, because I suppose, so like her being a physio would be, I suppose, her day job. But mm. as you said, perhaps she has the gift of healing. Yeah. And it's that she's going to work, I suppose, with God on her mind mm. and seeking opportunities where she can be obedient to God mm. and be in tune with the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit wants her to do on that day, kind of with, I suppose, the biblical knowledge she has and in yeah. the workspace that she's in. Because obviously, if people are going to see her, yeah. they need healing, right? Mm. They're hurt in some way, you know, their body isn't. Um, functioning at maximum capacity so uh, she's seeing that opportunity Mm. and saying okay then I can pray and God can then work through that person Mm. and heal them or deliver them in whatever way is needed Mm. so I suppose even because sometimes you can think that well with certain gifts it's easier to Mm. minister to people like if if your gift is me in the area of music and you're playing instruments well it's easy to lead on a Sunday morning yeah. as part of the worship team or if it's preaching or teaching well that's easy because you can stand mm. up on a Sunday in front of people but sometimes other talents like if you're talented in certain sports or mm. if you're kind of very creative or you're really good with um drawing and design and say you build buildings and things like that it can be a bit like well, how can that possibly link back yeah, <laughs> to God's to word? Glory, yeah. And how can I glorify him with this thing? But I think it's even mm. perhaps just how you treat the people Very true. in that area, how you engage with the people in that area. Mm. And that's how you can have an impact on them. And that's how you can share the love of Christ mm. with them. But I don't know if we're exactly. shifting slightly from spiritual gifts and going yeah. more into like <laughs> in your workplace. But yeah, true. that's just another thought that I had. So for I'll just ask you guys a question. For somebody who's not like, too sure what their gift is how do you think like what do you think would be the best like way of trying to like figure what Mm. their place is in the body of christ what gift they Mm. have to provide and to help other people and edify god it's Mm. like what part of the body are they um that's a good question it is a good question i suppose well the first answer i often think about like if you're unsure about anything is prayer (laughs) um but i suppose as well on a kind of practical sense it's seeing what desires do you have what are you naturally drawn to what are you already interested in because there is the scripture i think it's in it's in psalms or proverbs but it's it's basically that and god gives you the desire of your heart Mm. and i used to think that that scripture meant that whatever I want, God will give to me because I've prayed to him about it. Whereas Mm. now I interpret it more so as God will align my desires with his desires so that I want the same things that he wants. So therefore Mm. he will bless and he will give me those things because it's already in line with his plan and purpose. So if I consider it that way instead, then you could think that, okay, well, God is the one who has placed, you know, a kind of a certain desire Mm. or want in your heart. Like, and this would be more so when you're saved and when you're spending time with him. Mm. And so if you're naturally inclined to music as Sarah is, or you're naturally inclined to certain sports or certain interests or activities, then that could be a starting point or indicator for maybe this is a gift or talent that God has given you that he wants you to use or pursue. Mm. But I'd be sure to pray on it. Yeah. Um, 
and then you know take actions as well because faith without works is dead so you can pray about it and then speak to people in those areas to hear their experiences say it's you know at your church and they have um different areas or different ministries where they need more support if that's the children's ministry if that's the worship team and so on Mm -hmm. and just see okay what exactly is it that they're looking for in those areas but as you also continue to pray to god he'll make clear to you which area he wants you um Mm -hmm to fit into based on the gifts and the talents that you have i think perhaps the other thing as well is that you could maybe get confirmation from other people so like you've Mm. prayed to god about it and then other people say oh wow you're really good at this could you Mm. do this and it's the same type of thing that people are often asking you to do that can also be another way Mm. for it to be kind of confirmed or for you to get more clarification on Mm. okay i guess this is a gift or a talent that i have because other people are seeing it as well yeah so true yeah, because I was just thinking of that scripture, you talk about the desires of your heart. I just think back to asking, you will receive, seek and you shall find. So naturally, if you're desiring uh, to find your God-given gift, um, well, if you're seeking it, you will find it. Mm. Uh, God's going to show you, he's going to reveal it to you. But are, it's kind of like, are you actively stepping out? Are you actively seeking it? Yeah. Um, again, it's that confirmation thing as well. Like, you don't know, somebody might be saying it to you, you might receive it through people. Uh, I found that or else even through you might meditate on the word and you might come across a scripture and you'd be like hold on that connects to what this person was saying I find it sometimes it's a ripple effect and mm-hmm. um, but as well yeah co- if it's confusing as I was saying earlier if it's confusing it's not from God but if it comes with peace and confirmation then it's of God and um, so naturally as Maria is saying you'll be drawn to that area you'll see different things in your life that will kind of piece together okay this seems to be an area that God is drawing me towards and there'd be a clear path, but not a clear path. <laughs> there could be a lot of like stumbling blocks along the way. But I find usually those stumbling blocks are a growth process for refining your gift or refining your character mm. to go into that area. Like I was talking to my granny today about gifts as well. And she was saying with music in particular, the enemy knows how powerful music is um, for like bringing an anointing, worship healing and all that. So he'll always try to attack the worship ministry yeah. and like music because you can even see like the music industry in general yeah. is so corrupt and um, and like we found that with the worship team over the years there can always be things that come against us because there's so much like powerful things that God can do through music mm-hmm. and the enemy will tr- constantly try to come against that um, so again God will want to he'll put you through challenges I found to prepare you for that calling as well so it's not that it's all going to be happy mm-hmm. sunshine so even if there's confirmation along the way, um, that there also will be challenges that will help you grow in that area. Yeah. And it's for a purpose as well. Um, so that's what I found, that the stumbling blocks are for a reason. And don't guess. Don't be like, wait, this is a bad thing, so that mustn't be my area. Yeah, <laughs> It could be a growth thing. That's what I've found myself anyway. Um, and yeah, again, just stepping out, uh, not just praying about it and being stagnant, but being like, like I found for me, music i was like is this an area god's calling me to mm. um, and i was like okay well i'm gonna find out i'm gonna step out if yeah. i don't feel like i'm hearing from god clearly i know if i step out i'll get confirmation or something will come back anyway but yeah faith that it works is dead as we said um and also are you bearing fruit um is the other thing yeah um, so yeah okay <laughs> so then i have a question so sarah you've mentioned that i suppose your gift or talent is in music and so mm. you exercise that by being part of the worship team so a yeah. question to you justin yeah have you identified your god-given gifts or talents um in all honesty i don't think i have okay i'm not 100 percent sure i mm-hmm. think it's still something that i'm trying to like figure out and pray, mm. praying about yeah. and trying to find that out for myself yeah 
I know like I've done like I've spoken in the church before I've mm-hmm. done like a couple of preachings and that's something that I enjoy doing mm. and I probably should get back to doing and doing more mm. of oh definitely so maybe it's along that then again I'm not 100% sure so I think I need like some sort of great confirmation really yeah. but I feel it probably is something it's along speaking <laughs> and preaching but even before you said that before you even spoke those words in my head it just dropped Justin's a good speaker and I've heard <laughs> his teachings before and then you said it so that's almost confirmation oh. itself, which is funny but um, no, that instantly dropped into my and we yeah. said like with us with the youth we'd be discussing ourselves just from getting to know everyone naturally we can pick out what we see in people and their strengths so even if you don't know yourself as Maria's saying they'll be able to yeah. see it um, I know with you I've seen that um, yeah. we've talked about it before and even people like saying it to you that could be like a confirmation from oh, yeah. God himself like mm. just speaking through people yeah, very know. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, pray about it, meditate yeah. in the word, because don't just trust pe- man's opinion. Yeah. Or <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, definitely pursue that as well. And again, step out, try again a few more teachings on the Sunday. Um, but yeah, that's actually interesting, because you might yeah. have. Yeah. Now you just need to test them. Yeah. <laughs> or even, I suppose, say in Justin's case, he could... S- you know it, it may not depending on your church mm. or the way your church is set up it may not be feasible to step out on a sunday morning depending on how big your church is and the way things are run but perhaps you could teach in say the children's ministry Very or true. in the youth ministry as yeah. well so mm. there you know like i suppose you can look for opportunities where you can try to exercise your gift even if it's not the obvious way where you would think so if someone has yeah. the gift of teaching or preaching the first thought may be oh yeah on a sunday morning in front of um yeah the entire congregation but maybe god wants you to start smaller yeah. in term in Very front true. of a youth ministry or a children's church and then build you up there and build your character in that small mm. place before you get to that yeah. bigger stage as well mm. Very true. yeah because even i suppose there's that idea of being humble that like you can't even in your gift it's like you need to work those little small steps to kind of really learn along the way um, so you can't just expect to be like say somebody who's <laughs> a preacher they can't just expect to be a pastor overnight yeah. or whatever yeah. <laughs> a preacher overnight it takes the like I know with Pastor Brendan he used to be extremely shy and he'd never even speak in public <laughs> and it's funny because he started going to a public speaking thing when he was younger mm-hmm. and then he said like really the Holy Spirit gave him the boldness to be able to speak out and preach because he was like I could not do that. <laughs> yeah. So it almost, you need to kind of be humbled and realize, okay, I clearly can't do this in my own strength. I need God. I need to depend on him to bring out this area in me as well. Um, and as well, he's, he found, even though he wasn't exactly strong at public speaking, he naturally, God brought him into that area, even though initially it wasn't that clear. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it might not be exactly clear, but like even for me, I've found um, with the Bible study at the moment, we do a thing where, people get up and share for two minutes that's actually a really good thing it's only a small room like this um people get up for two minutes and just share their revelation on what they got from what we're studying that week Mm -hmm. and because it's a smaller setting it really gets you comfortable like the first time i did it my knees were shaking now (laughs) i can get up no bother on the sunday and i can make an announcement or something yeah Yeah. and that's really helped me um so it's things like that the smaller kind of be- beginnings that kind of help you step out and also yielding to the Holy Spirit that's a big thing yeah. like I find sometimes you can get caught up in the senses and be like <laughs> I'm really nervous but just give it to the Holy Spirit and, and I feel like for me like the first time I was like asked like preach or anything like usually I'm a really like quiet reserved type of person Yeah. Mm-hmm. so I feel like being asked to preach and like put myself out there really gave me like the confidence to do 
like to speak in like other mm-hmm. like public places whether it's like oh you speak like just having a conversation yeah. with somebody or yeah. just like speaking in a group it gave me like big, like a bigger confidence boost in whatever so i'm true. saying yeah so i feel like that was definitely like a stepping stone yeah. for me to like build myself up and just my like my public yeah. speaking skills so yeah i'm thankful for that anyway yeah that's a testimony itself because <coughs> i was only thinking recently about moses and like i just think it's always so funny like he doubted himself so much mm. and he was like god i have like a stammer i really struggle with my speech yet god brought him he called him to be a leader and lead the israelites to the promised land mm. that always just amazes me and encourages me because i'm like you can't get caught up in that weakness because i was thinking back to that first like my power is perfected in your weakness so it's like maybe the enemy's holding you back in that area of maybe low self-esteem or confidence and that's actually yeah. an area you really god's really calling you to make a powerful impact like say pastor brendan the stuff he's done and the preachings he comes out with i'm like yeah. it's amazing but if he kept reserved and he didn't seek god and the holy spirit he, wh- where would he be today yeah, he could have just been stuck gift, yeah, yeah mm. we probably wouldn't be here today yeah. it's amazing <laughs> thinking back to that and again that took him stepping out in faith trusting the holy spirit and he used to not be able to like I just think that's amazing. Yeah. I think the other thing that's important as well is just to be patient. Um, you know, mm. you pray to God and seek and desire an answer, but also be patient in finding out what, you know, your gift or your talents are. Like God will yeah. reveal it to you in his perfect time. And mm. even say, you know, say Justin, for example, with um teaching or you with music. Mm it kind of comes back to the comparison thing of not looking at someone else who say even has a similar talent as you, but you're looking at them and going, whoa, they're on a bigger platform or they have so many more followers or their reach seems to be bigger, but their path is not the same as yours. Mm. Like you both have different paths, different purposes, different plans that God God has for your life. And Mm. whether that's that you're reaching out to people in different countries, in different areas or just don't compare yourself to their journey Mm, because perhaps they're at step 10 and actually you're only on step two and now you're comparing but it's not even a fair comparison so So just be encouraged that god has a plan for you and as long as you trust him and you seek him first and then you step out in faith Mm. you know he will guide your paths and make your path straight Yeah. yeah so true that's amazing um and i suppose we'll just close with a few final points um, does anyone have any final revelations they'd like to share or anything? Um, I think it's just important, like, uh, just like another point, just to, as you said, pray about like mm. trying to figure out where can you, like, what can you do in the body of Christ to like mm. fit in and to, again, whatever part you may play, whether big or small, it's yeah. equally important as like more higher up roles i guess mm. but yeah definitely pray about like what can you be doing and what plan you want god to reveal to you mm. so yeah that's good i'm real yeah <coughs> um i suppose kind of back to what the definition was just remember that your gifts are for helping others yeah and um, i think the scripture might be in matthew the parable about the um three servants and the master gave each of them different amounts of yeah. um money or silver Mm. but like two of them invested with the what he had given them and then one of them just buried it yeah. mm. so don't hide away your talent just make sure that you're stepping out in it and that you're using it for god's kingdom to edify other believers for the growth of the body of christ um and yeah just i guess 
take that mindset and be mindful of that and think of how you can serve others with God, what mm. God has given you. So true. You know, on the same, it's kind of like don't bury your talent, uh, yeah. use it for God's glory. Mm. Um, and yeah, I suppose as well, one thing I always think about is, I, I can't remember what the verse is, but it's like, on to whom much is given, much will be required. So I'm like, God has given me this gift. It's a blessing, but it's also a huge responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to be careful. I don't fall into pride. I don't fall into using it for own selfish reasons. Uh, I was talking to my uncle about that during the week and he was like, um, people say like, oh, ask and you'll receive. They could be asking for like a million dollar house or something. But it's like, I was saying to him and I was like, yeah, but what's the motive behind that house? Is it to look great? Or maybe are they going to like use it for, I don't know, outreach and ministry? Yeah. <laughs> Is it for God's purpose? Um, like I saw Eddie James just got this house and he's taken in a lot of, um, I think it's people for... Uh, helping them with like addiction and stuff and he brings them into ministry so I'm like no that makes sense yeah. but if it's like I want to get this Ferrari because I look great in it it's like God's not going to bless you with that because it's not going to be a blessing for the kingdom um, so again just understand the responsibility of having that gift and not burying it and not taking it for granted yeah. and constantly building it and growing it because uh, there's always more that you can do with it yeah. Um, so yeah uh, thanks for joining us everyone uh, I think we've all learned a lot from today <laughs> I definitely uh, yeah. yeah no definitely um, so I suppose I'd recommend you maybe pray about what's your gift or um, if somebody else is struggling maybe you can help them encourage them what they might be strong at uh, yeah, and I suppose I'd also add just have a read of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 as well that talks mm. through some of the gifts yeah. yeah and then I think it's at Romans chapter 12 as well yeah. I, I hope yeah. I have that right if I don't have that right we'll probably write down the correct um, chapters somewhere but yeah just make yeah. sure you go into the Bible and read it for yourself and mm. see what type of so. gifts and talents and also spiritual gifts um, that the Holy Spirit can give to us as believers. Mm, 100%. Uh, so thanks very much and stay blessed up. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>